Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. So today is the official end of the Proud Boys seditious conspiracy trial. The jury started deliberating. Um, so I will definitely let you guys know how that all goes down. But I wanted to give you some updates about what happened over the last couple of weeks. When I left off, the prosecutor just wrapped up their case. The past two weeks, the defense has presented their version of the events, and the judge made a couple of very key rulings. So first, um, as I previously mentioned, several jurors notified the court that they were either being followed or they were sus they suspicion they were being followed. They had been approached by a man, some of them, who had asked about trials at the courthouse. But the judge said recently that the man never specifically mentioned the Proud Boys trial. The jurors later realized, though, that the man was in the courtroom several days after approaching them. So all five defense attorneys called for a mistrial. They were doing that almost daily in this trial. Um, the judge denied that motion. He said he reviewed the evidence. He also sent the marshals to find this man. And he said it's likely the guy is homeless. Also, the judge ruled against Dominic Pozzola. He had filed a motion alleging misconduct, claiming that the government tried to suppress evidence. This was in part thanks to Tucker Carlson's bogus, highly edited video claiming that the QAnon shaman was escorted through the Capitol. It also had to do with revelations that a witness for the defense, which I shared with you guys, was acting as an FBI informant. But they were acting as an informant on Antifa, not the Proud Boys. So the judge noted, Pozzola has had access to the majority of the video evidence since September of 2021, and he gained access to the rest of it earlier this year. So in his ruling, U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly wrote, quote, Pozzola has not shown how any of this relates to an element of an offense with which he is charged or how it relates to him at all nor has the evidence been suppressed. As the court already explained to Pozzola, he cannot base a claim on information he has long possessed. Judge Kelly also detailed the reasons for his decision in a section that was titled, quote, there is no evidence of government misconduct, let alone misconduct warranting dismissal or mistrial or other sanctions. And I should point out, Judge Kelly was appointed by Donald Trump. So here's what's gone down over the last two weeks during the defense's presentation. <laughs> uh, defendant Zachary Rell testified on his own behalf. He was the leader of a Proud Boys chapter in the state of Pennsylvania. And he said, quote, I think what ultimately unfolded all the violence was a disgrace. And, quote, it was a terrible day. A lot of bad stuff happened. And Rell admitted, quote, that crowd was really rowdy. He also claimed, quote, I didn't want anything to affect the proceeding going on inside. I wanted the legal process to play out. It's the process our country was founded on. Really? So why were you there? Why did you travel to D.C. if you weren't trying to affect the process? Seriously, these people are such bad liars. Um, but then he said that after the building was evacuated, quote, I thought it was fair game to go in. Rel also claimed that the group had no objective that day. They mostly planned to walk around the city. But the prosecutor showed on cross-examination that Rel had told his members that January 6th was going to be a, quote, completely different operation than what they were used to at other rallies. 
And in the lead up to January 6th, Rel messaged another member and said that they had just signed up a new recruit that he was really excited about. And he wrote, quote, we got a new beast joining. He's getting fast tracked. He's like 6'5 and ready to crack skulls. So you don't have any plans. You're just going to walk around. You're not trying to stop anybody from doing anything at the Capitol, but you are fast tracking someone who's ready to crack skulls. Yeah. And then on the night of January 6th, Rel texted his mother, quote, seems like our raid of the Capitol set off a chain of events throughout the country. I'm so fucking proud. And then there was also a video of Rel from January 7th, where he said that Trump's mob should have refused to leave the Capitol until the government held a second election. But you guys, he was just there to walk around. He wasn't trying to stop anything. <laughs> so defendant Dominic Pozzola also testified. He's the Proud Boys member who first breached the building. He used a stolen police riot shield to bash in a window. I know you guys have seen that video a million times. Uh, Pozzola told the jury that on January 6th, he got, quote, caught up in all the craziness. And he admitted to trespassing. He admitted to taking the officer's shield. But he said it was, quote, out of fear for my own life because there was deadly force being used against us. At one point, I was looking at the blood on the ground and I was going up to the cops to explain they can't shoot people in the face. And the next second, the bullets were coming for me. Okay, so, you know, you could have left. He could have just walked away, could have left the campus, could have left the Capitol grounds. Um, but then the prosecutor, uh, I don't know if they brought that up, but they did show video and they showed photos of Pozzola. And in not a single photo, not a single video of him that day, was he holding the shield in a defensive position or in front of his face? Pozzola, though, completely blamed the police for the escalation of violence. He mentioned that there was another member of the mob who was shot in the face with a rubber bullet. And he insinuated that, you know, it was things like that. That's why the crowd became violent. So the prosecutor then played some radio transmissions for the jury, which proved that the mob initiated the violence and that the police were just trying to control the situation as best they could. And here's the thing. Where was Pozzola when BLM protesters were being shot in the face with rubber bullets? People were reporting during that summer of 2020 that they were simply standing on a sidewalk and they were being hit out of nowhere with rubber bullets. They were being sprayed with pepper spray. Little children were sprayed with pepper spray directly in their face. There's photos of that. I must have missed his outrage about that. Funny how when it's a group of white people mostly that this is happening to, they all of a sudden have a problem with how the police treat people. Anyway, Pozzola also told the jury that he wanted to testify because he wanted to take responsibility for his actions. But he then said, you know, my actions had nothing to do with a plan. This had nothing to do with other Proud Boys members. They shouldn't be held accountable for what I did. But there's a video of Pozzola that was taken inside the Capitol. He was smoking what he called a victory cigar. And he said in part, quote, I knew we could take this motherfucker over if we just tried hard enough. So whether there was a plan amongst the entire group or not, it sounds like he had a plan. It sounds like he had already given thought 
to storming the Capitol. And Pozzola showed his true colors on the witness stand after the prosecutor got under his skin, which was really great for the jury to see, because up to that point, these guys were all just trying to act like they're so innocent. They just try to help people. They just try to protect people. They're not violent. They're not the aggressors. Uh, so the prosecutor confronted Pozzola about some of his comments that he made before January 6th. He had said that there was a civil war that was imminent. This was a battle between good and evil. And so the prosecutor asked, quote, you thought the other side was trying to destroy your life? And Pozzola shot back, quote, it's not a thought. It was a fact. They were attacking us daily. Really? Ooh. <laughs> and then the prosecutor asked him another question kind of along the same lines. And Pozzola then got really salty and he said, quote, that's correct, but that's in line with standing against this corrupt trial and your fake charges. And then in another exchange, he called the proceedings a, quote, fake trial. Um, you know, but I thought he wanted to take responsibility for his actions. What happened to that? <laughs> uh, Pozzola also brought up the conspiracy theory about Ray Epps and him being a government operative. So the judge struck those remarks from the record. And then Pozzola proceeded to walk back an allegation he made about his co-defendant, Joe Biggs. Pozzola had told the FBI that he witnessed Biggs flashing a gun in his waistband and urging January 6th defendant Ryan Samsel to attack the police and the barricades. Pozzola initially told the investigators, quote, Mr. Biggs told Samsel that if he wasn't Antifa, he should prove it by pushing down the barricades. So now he claims that, no, this is what um, Samsel told me because we were in cells next to each other. I knew the story was fake, but I hope that if I told them this, it would improve my jail conditions. We'll see if the jury buys this. But before the closing arguments commenced, the prosecutor shared some videos that showed the Proud Boys engaging in violence for no apparent reason. In one video that was taken at a 2020 Trump rally, this was in November of 2020, there was a Proud Boys member seen knocking a black woman to the ground. This was without any provocation. There was also another video showing Zachary Rell spraying officers with pepper spray. Admittedly, the video quality was really bad, so Rell said it wasn't him. And I think because of the quality of the video, that's why they didn't charge him with that crime. Um, what was really funny about this trial, though, is that the defense planned to call a lot more witnesses, but the prosecutor just wiped the floor with them. They just pummeled and filleted every one of their witnesses. So the defense canceled all of the rest of them. But you know who they wanted to call as a witness who didn't bother to show? Donald Trump. I mean, funny how when Trump needed their help, they went running. Right. They're like, oh, daddy. Yes, daddy. Trump. Anything you need, big daddy. Thank you, sir. May I have another, <laughs> you know, but when they ask for his help, when their lives, when their futures are on the line, he can't be bothered. And we know why. It's because they wanted him to come in and say, yes, I thought the election was stolen. Here's my evidence. Here's the proof. These people were just doing what I asked them to. He knows he doesn't have the proof. He knows it's a lie. So, oh, well, womp, womp and thoughts and prayers. I mean, we tried to warn them 
We tried to tell them he's a selfish bastard. Loyalty only goes one way. They didn't want to listen. I don't really care, do you? As Melania's jacket would say. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it with others, become a subscriber, leave a donation, even if it's one time, truly helps. And I really appreciate it. Love you all. Take care and I'll talk with you soon.